question for you. Do you give so much to others that there is nothing left for you? Are you finding you're just so burnt out because all you do is give, give, give? I think a lot of people are finding themselves in this situation. And, you know, I had a conversation the other day with one of my favorite people on the planet. She is a fierce, I mean, oh my gosh, fierce, powerful woman with several grown children and untold numbers of grandchildren whom she loves nothing more than to care for. She has personal gifts up the wazoo and everything from leadership to culinary skills and most importantly, say most importantly, she's totally the type of person that makes everyone in her presence feel loved and cherished. And you just want to know this person. She is special. She has spent her life in servitude to her family, her church, her neighbors, and even other countries. She's always cared for everyone else. When someone needs help, she is the first to jump to their attention. If her family needs help with moving, with support with childcare, someone to cook for them, she is there. I totally admire her for how much she gives of herself in such selfless ways. I feel selfish around this person. (laughs) I do not feel like I give that much. However, she has spent so much time focusing on everyone else's needs. I think she's forgotten about her own needs. And now she's at a point where it's like, gosh, what makes me happy now, right? So this beautiful woman has forgotten who she is. In caring for everyone but herself, she's gone missing, so to speak. And I'm looking at her thinking, oh my goodness, I see you and you're amazing. And I want you to see that too. So this really got me thinking, you know, while I have not lived in her shoes, I have been there. I've felt that pang in my heart of feeling like I've lost myself. Who am I? What makes me happy? Where did I go? Like, hello, Kimberly, you're coming back anytime soon. (laughs) I've definitely been there in seasons of my life. Have you been there? Have you been spent so much time focusing on everyone else that you got lost in the process? Have you found yourself wondering, who are you and what do you really love? What makes your heart sing? What are you passionate about? And are you doing those things? Do you feel like you have so much on your plate that there just isn't room for you? If you are finding you're in this situation where you've given so much to your world that you've forgotten about yourself, there are a few things that I know can start to shift how you're feeling. And please, please hear me. It is a process. If you focus on you for just a little bit of time a day, I promise the real you, the authentic, amazing, bright, shiny you, it will start to bubble up. Little by little by little, the real you will rise to the surface and you won't be dimming your light anymore. You'll be so bright, everyone's going to need to wear shades in your presence. Remember that song, Future So Bright, I Gotta Wear Shades? Yeah, you don't want me to sing that. Anyways, so let's go through five really simple things that you can do. Maybe not so simple for some of you, but some real 
tangible things you can do to start to make a shift. So the first thing is to notice the unsupportive things you're saying to yourself and turn them around. So for example, if you're chastising yourself because you can't seem to get out of the rut of doing more for others than for yourself, let's start with your inner voice. Turn that chastising inner voice into a supportive voice. Let yourself know that you're on the right path. Tell yourself that you're so happy. You're going to you're going to be figuring out who you are and what you're passionate about. So, you know, you're not lying to yourself and say I got it all made, I got it all done, I got it all figured out. You're you're letting yourself know, okay, I'm on track here. I'm on track. If I do one little tiny thing for myself today, that's enough. Okay? So notice those unsupportive things that you're saying to yourself and just flip it around. Number 2. Go back to a time in your life when you felt alive and most like yourself. It could be that it was during your childhood or during your teens or your 30s or whatever that was. Take a moment, close your eyes, and imagine that season of your life. What were you doing then? Who were you with? How did you feel? Focus on the feelings. Sometimes we're so rational, right? We want to focus on everything that is, you know, uh about what did I do? But really think about what were those feelings like? Make those feelings bigger and bigger literally until you're about to burst. And do this, if you did this one once a day, twice a day just for a couple of moments, like set yourself an alarm like okay, I got 1 minute. Let's just focus on a time in my life where I felt amazing. What's going to happen is you're going to begin to trigger those positive feelings again and it's going to begin to wire into your brain that part of you that you've forgotten, right? Much like if you put a smile on your face, it literally begins to change what's going on in your brain. just adding a smile even if you don't feel like it right we know through science has taught us that when we're smiling it shifts how we're feeling as well so what what this whole process here is just starting to create more of those sense of feelings in your body number 3 write a list of the things that you used to do that you loved So think about hobbies, think about sports, think about activities, community groups. Think about some arts and things that you've been a part of. On your list, write down the kind of people that you feel most alive when you're in their presence. So writing the things that you love to do, write down the kind of people that you really feel. You know there's just those people in your life when you're with them, you just feel you feel like you're yourself. You feel more joyful, more happy. So that's the other thing to include on your list. And also include anything that you're you currently do that you enjoy. It might be something that you're doing on a daily basis, okay? Or or once in a while. So once you have your list, have a look and see what you would want to increase. or what you want would like to add to your routine. You know, maybe you played tennis as a teen and gosh, you just 
loved it. It just lit you up. You felt so alive every time you got onto the tennis courts. And maybe, you know, it's time for you to add that back into your life. So whatever it is, maybe there's somebody in your life that you just adore and you have not been in contact with them and yet their presence in your life just lifts you up. So look what you're capable of increasing or just adding to your routine. And maybe there's even something that you've always wanted to. Maybe it's not on that list, but it needs to be added to your list as something that you would really love to do. So this is just really about getting honest with yourself, right? Number four is writing down a list of things you don't enjoy doing, right? So think about responsibilities that you have that are bringing you down. Think about things that you've continued to say yes to that you just really don't want to be saying yes to, but you kind of feel like you have to. Be honest with yourself. Again, this this process really works if you're honest with yourself. So once you've written this list of things that you just don't enjoy, (laughs) I want you to start deciding what you can say no to right now. What can you let go of that is just not bringing you joy? Okay, so it's possible you're thinking you couldn't possibly say no since you have so many commitments, people are relying on you, you know, you're just, you're committed and you have to say yes. Trust me, the best thing you can do for everyone is to say no. Maybe there's a timeline for it, right? Maybe it's not saying I quit right now or no right now, um, but but the key here is to start being honest start being real the people in your life deserve that from you so I had said no to a project that I was working on with my life partner and you know I'd been committed to it for about a year and both of us had anticipated I would continue to partner with him on this and I just I just knew my heart I needed it was time for me to say no it was time for me to end this project and I felt terrible leaving him in the lurch as you know like I said I'd committed to this right and yeah he was disappointed and he wasn't sure who he was gonna get to cover the work well when he finally invited another person to replace me that other person was so thrilled They had been waiting for just such an opportunity. And oh my gosh, they've done way better at this project than I ever did. So my saying no gave someone else the gift of being able to step into their area of passion. And it was unknown to us until the opportunity was presented to them that this was something that they wanted to be a part of. So it it can be so magical and amazing when we actually begin to say no to things that are really not in alignment with what we're passionate about and what we want to be a part of. Number five, baby steps. Rome was not built in a day, right? We spend our lifetimes getting to know ourselves and discovering who we are. So if you could just do one little thing a day that is just for you and that is just for you in terms of uncovering the things that you're passionate about, maybe it's just trying out some things and, you know, maybe it's trying a new recipe. Maybe you, you know, you used to love to cook and maybe you're just trying out a new recipe today. Maybe that is something that could light you up. 
you know, whether it's a walk in nature or tea time to yourself or time to journal, these are things that I love to do, right? And sometimes I forget and then I get, you know, living life by default and doing those kinds of things can really bring me around to who I am and what I love to, to do and be and be a part of. Even one minute of speaking kindness to yourself, right? That could be a game changer for you. You know, if you've got a lot of those unsupportive things that you're saying to yourself and you just start flipping those around and turning it around to something you'd like to hear yourself say, that can be such a game changer. And the more that we really get real and honest with ourselves, the more it becomes easy to let go of those things that really are not part of us. They're not, they're really not things that are lighting us up, right? The more we can say no to doing something for everybody else and not doing something for ourselves, right? So just to recap, one is notice those unsupportive things that you're saying to yourself, turn it around to that supportive voice. Number two is go back to a time in your life when you felt alive and most like yourself. It could be a whole season of your life where you just, things are so wonderful, especially in our childhood. If you had a really magical childhood, you know, just feeling those feelings again of even just being on the playground, right? Make those feelings bigger and bigger. Number three, write a list of the things that you used to do that you love to do. So hobbies, sports, activities, all that kind of stuff. And then look at what you could add to your routine. And number four, making a list of the things that, uh uh-uh, not going to do anymore. Or at least you're going to begin to phase out, right? Maybe one at a time. Maybe this is super baby steps. But write that list of the things that are not bringing you life. Through this, you're going to really start to discover the things that you really do love to do and then baby steps right number five just keeping it simple and what I have found is success builds more success creates more success so if I have success in one little area and uh, it, it kind of inspires me to keep doing that and then I'll find I'll have more success in another area of my life right the more it's kind of begins to snowball but start slow Okay, start slow. If there's something you can say no to today, do it. You know, it might be, it might feel totally uncomfortable at first, but I'm going to tell you, you're going to get used to it. And so will everyone around you. They may despise your no's at first, especially if everybody in your life is used to you saying yes. They may hate it, but stick to your guns, right? Because they will begin to respect you for making you a priority. You matter. The world is better with you in it. You are incredible. You are worthy. You are special. You're unique. You're important. You have so much to give the world from your full cup, right? It's so challenging to give from give from nothing, right? When you're empty, it's you're not giving your best self to the world. The world needs you to be fully you, fully, joyfully, joyfully you. So remember that you matter. You deserve to, you know, put yourself first so that you can be of service and of value to the world. So take a moment today to breathe in the truth that you are wonderful. And if you're having troubles with that, 
feel free to send me a message. You can go to my my website, KimberlyChalmers.com or find me on Instagram under Kimberly R. Chalmers. And I'll send you a little message back saying, don't, don't, don't sweat it. You got this. You got this. Or send your bestie a note and ask them how they see you. Sometimes we need a reminder from someone outside our own head, right? To let us know how wonderful that we are. And if all of that seems totally uncomfortable because it seems boastful, please hear me clearly. This is not about being better than someone else. This is about knowing that we are here to be and created to be wonderful human beings. We're supposed to let our lights shine so that others are given permission to do the same, right? So shine bright, my friend, and begin to fill your cup so that you can shine bright for others. As always, be well and be you.